0: Welcome to Owen oh When The Town
1: with Luke Gregory. Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Owen oh When The Town. I'm Luke Gregory, joined today by Stephen and Dave. Yeah, I'm sitting in for Bataro. <laughs> Bataro can't be with us today. He's, um, <laughs>
2: his, his idea as well, isn't it? Yeah.
1: Every Monday, Bataro said, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, and he gets a day and he goes... Didn't know anything was happening tonight. <laughs> okay. Forget it. We'll do it without him today. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the weekend. It was a two-all draw at home to Gillingham. This was a game which a lot of fans are annoyed that we didn't get the win because Gillingham are like 16th in the table. It is disappointing.
2: Uh, games we should be winning. But I just think if that free kick doesn't go in, we could have quite easily won it. It's a good free kick and it's a not do much about it? It? Can you? Um,
0: yeah, free kick or not, we had enough chances to yeah, put the game absolutely. away before that. Yeah. And in the first half in particular, we had quite a lot of chances we should have put away. But those are the th- that's how it goes in footy, isn't it? You it can't is. always have what you want. Exactly. And that's why we love the game so much,
2: eh? It
1: is it is. I understand the frustration of not getting the three points because... You know, it is a, a game against someone who are kind of struggling at the moment. They're fighting relegation at the bottom. But when you just think about it, right, the run we've had at home, the run we're on at the moment, yeah, we didn't get the win, but these results just happen in football. Like, we're not the first team that have dropped points at home this season to someone. No, we had a chat like about Gingham. this earlier, didn't we? We yeah. said that us, Barnsley,
2: Sunderland, and Portsmouth have all dropped points at home against very winnable teams. Yeah. So
1: Luton's home form this year we've had five draws I'll just run through them quickly the 2 all with Cholton the one all with Sunderland the 0-0 with Barnsley the 1-1 one, one with Coventry and the 2-2 two, two with Gillingham and I think out of them five draws we've had that's probably the first game you look at and go you know what we probably should have been beating Gillingham but it's a draw Maybe Coventry as well Maybe You're
2: Coventry. only
0: saying that though because we're top of the league Yeah That's the only reason you're saying that No exactly In no, previous from, yeah, times the you'd have gone OK we've got a point yeah. Mm-hmm. but you know your expectations are higher because of where we are in the table Yeah, absolutely. and, yeah. and sometimes you've got to just phase those out if you look overall um, I, I read on the internet the other day that you know over the last two games we've got the same number of points as Barnsley and Sunderland yeah, yeah. Last, so you haven't got to yeah. worry
1: no but I think that's the thing though as well is that you, you look at the games against Barnsley Sunderland and Charlton at home and you'd probably say I'll take a point in them games wouldn't um, you you'd probably say I'll take a point and it's a bit like,
2: would you have taken a draw against Bradford and a win against Gillingham? Same amount of points. Would Probably, fans accept, have yeah, accepted that as well?
0: It's a long trip, wouldn't it? It was. It was a long trip, well, But good day. do you know what? They come off the back of two long trips and we've still not lost.
1: Exactly. No, exactly. So
0: I don't understand the negativity. We're still top of the league. We're still five points clear.
2: We haven't lost any ground on Barnsley. If Barnsley would have won on Friday night, then maybe I can see why people are getting disappointed. We've lost... I think it's an opportunity missed Steve. It I is. think Absolutely. it's an opportunity
0: missed because in your mind you're going we could have been two more points closer to yeah. going up. And I think that's that's the thing that's disappointed most people yeah. because really yeah. they expected to win against Shillingham and and don't be negative Shillingham played really well second half. Oh yeah,
1: they did very well.
0: So you've got to you've got to make sure that we just take the points we don't lose and we move on. So those people that have been saying I'm um, disappointed with that result. Should look at the, put it in perspective for the rest of the season. And we, how many games we got left? Eight. Eight games. Eight okay. games to go. I'd have, I'd have bit your arm off for this position yeah, uh, at the beginning of the beginning, season. Yeah.
1: Looking at Sunderland and Barnsley for the you know the last few games. Like I said we've all got the same amount of points. I've I looked back at the season right of home jaws these guys have had. Just to kind of also put into that perspective of how this Gillingham draw wasn't the end of the world. So Barnsley drew 0-0 at home to Burton. That was only a couple of weeks ago. At the start of the season, they drew 0-0 at home to Wimbledon. They drew 1-0 at home to Plymouth. So right now, they are probably be looking at them going, well, we should have won them games. Sunderland, a draw specialist. In 2019, they've drawn 2 at home to Accrington and 1-0 at home to Blackpool which you would probably looking at as a Sunderland fan going, their two home games, yeah. we have to win. And that's what I'm saying. This two-all with Gillingham, that's probably our first result where you look at and go, okay, that's one we, we should probably should that, be yeah. winning. But again, just because we're top of the league doesn't give us any divine right to go out and win. And no, you've you've so And Remember, here. when
0: you are top of the league and a team comes to play you, they want to beat you. And they know we've not been beaten for 24 games, they're going to sit out in their blooming stall just to make sure they don't lose. They are even more motivated to beat you than they would be if we were 12th yeah. or 14th. So you've always got that going on as well.
1: Looking at some three-word reviews then of Saturday's 2 all draw. Every week at Owen the Town on Twitter, we ask for your three-word reviews. And LTFC News says, another point closer, Justin Palmer said, did not lose. Callum said, drop Lee now. We'll get on to Lee in a bit, I think. Gosh. Harry Burke says, make some changes. Mark Biggs says, stop effing moaning. Um, you should be honest, right? I I don't want to sit here and slate fans for moaning because I think every fan deserves an opinion. I just, I, I, sometimes I can't understand.
0: How can you moan
1: <laughs> when the we're league. doing <laughs> so well? Yeah. If, if
0: If, you know, last season was brilliant, this season has been. Beyond belief, really. You know, you wouldn't have expected us to be top right now. I don't understand the moan. I go every home game, and I'm known to be pessimistic at times. But how can you moan? How can you moan about where we are? It's expectations. That's all it is.
1: I think looking at the game a bit more in depth, the goal we conceded, the free kick, it was a stupid free kick to give away and I think I saw a couple of people on social media say it wasn't a free kick but it was definitely a free kick because Lee put his hands in Do you know what though the guy's at back. the
0: time because you know we sit directly opposite where that free kick was yeah. at the time I thought it was six of one and half a dozen of the other I think there was chances to have a free kick our way I was quite shocked when the referee gave it at the time uh, I have not actually looked at it back but I take what you said to me. Oh, it was a it.
1: definite push. You, I saw it straight away. Lee, two hands in the back. And I just thought, why? We had two players around the Gilliam guy.
0: Exactly. And we could have cleared the ball.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, but I, actually, when the ball went there, I said I said to the guy sitting next to me, this is a, a dangerous position. It was quite a decent position to take a free kick, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. It takes finishing, I doesn't it? I, yeah. It's some finish. That was some finish.
0: Yeah. Sadly.
1: Yeah. And I just think, if you don't give away that needless free kick, it's... You know, another day that free kick flies over. Then I think that's when you've just got to say that's football, isn't it? This this stuff happens. Mm. You know, promotion chasing. It's not going to be easy, and I think people just need to get that that you know it's going to be a tough run. in. every team's fighting for their lives. The bottom twelve can all get relegated. I that's think crazy, isn't it? 12th place it's Plymouth place. are on forty five, and the person fourth from bottom are on forty four. It's it's ridiculously tight, which means there's no easy games.
0: Although. Just to let you know, boys, we can't finish lower than seventh.
1: Exactly, which is great as well. Good. It's a good so, definitely, yeah. pretty much got a shot of a promotion. <laughs> the main thing, isn't it, really? Um, looking at Luton's goals then for the day, we obviously saw Hilton get another goal, which is nice because I like it when he scores recently. It's nice, yeah. nice to see him. Prove them right pretty simple finish, wasn't it? It was a pull back pass from their <laughs> from their player, yeah. and Hilton just tapped it in. Yeah. Um, Stacy scored again, two and two. Is Jack Stacey the best right back Luton have ever had? In my lifetime,
2: he—I reckon so. I can't think of many other names. Kevin, Kevin Foley, Foley, maybe. Nah, I'd prefer Ronnie Stacey. Henry. <laughs> is he better than Ronnie Henry? <laughs> of course. Yeah, I think so.
0: Come on, boys. No. How far is your lifetime? Well, well, it would
2: be. It would be Kevin Foley, sort of. Yeah, Kevin
1: Foley is like the first right back I saw at Luton. Go on. It's go so, on, no, it's, and
0: it's difficult. I I could pull out a few, but I think for me he's not the best right back we've ever had
1: who's better who would, who would be better
0: for me personally I think Kirk Stevens played right back I think he was better I think because it's my era it's your era yeah. boys you know at yeah. the end of the day everyone has a favourite player from their era obviously my era goes way back way way back so I could probably go back to the 70s late 60s and and, and pull out a player that's I feel was better than Stacy is but at the moment Stacey's on fire he's class isn't he? and he's absolutely playing fantastic football he's quick he puts the ball across quick he scores goals what more could you want high
1: stamina he's always up and down that pitch and he yeah what more could you want I did see someone say the other day that Apparently Collins had a right go at Stacey for not getting tight enough. To oh, the he guy certainly did. It. Collins yeah.
0: went absolutely mental. Yeah, he went mental at that cross when they scored there. It was at like the first yeah, goal. First Do you know what though?
1: I think with that before the game, I reckon Harford and Rutter would have said, "Do not let them get balls into Eves," because that's probably strongly, yeah. that he was, was a big
0: guy, wouldn't he? Well, he was that was their
1: there. plan clearly: yeah. get the ball in the box to Eves because he's he's a top quality striker. And I feel like that's why Collins was so frustrated because they clearly had a game plan not to allow these crosses in and he allowed it. So he kind of made up for it with the goal and then it was just unlucky with the free kick, weren't it? I think there was a lot of chat as well about the team selection. I just wanted to touch on this because McCormack was injured from Tuesday against Bradford. Personally, I think we really
0: missed him.
2: I wouldn't put Ruddock as CDM. We did miss uh, McCormack, but I wouldn't put Ruddock as CDM. I don't think he's
1: that sort of player. I think Pelly did a job in there on Tuesday. Yeah. And he had to. He, he um, doesn't no other choice to put him exactly. out on Tuesday. But I think when it comes to the weekend, he had to put Thorne in. Why did we. Why have we signed Thorne? If he hasn't played If not that's not the situation yeah. we play in him. He's a CDM. Ray's injured. McCormack's injured. Why would you just try and fit Pelly in that role when you've got someone with championship quality yeah. to in that role I don't get that either, I don't get I mean. that and I think a lot of Luton fans were confused by that as well and also why um, Kazenga Luwala has not been given a start and I know that means I've backed Hilton a lot this season on the last few weeks but I, I'm kind of looking at it now I'm thinking Kazenga he could have probably started at that 10 role instead of Elliot Lee.
2: I've said this on the podcast a few times So I'd start Luwala he's such a threat to the team he has such a different dimension to what we have already and whether it's a 10 or whether it's up front, he, he'll do a job. And he did when he started at the beginning of the season. I, I don't understand why he doesn't play. Um, we've got Cornick back as well now, at striker, or maybe playing that 10 role as well. So, we've got options now. got options.
0: It's a bit unfair on on some of the, the players that have started this season, though, isn't it? Because Pelly's been... A pretty decent player for us at times this season. I know there's been a lot of people have said at times he puts a pass astray every now and then. He does, but yeah. but actually when he plays well he's really strong. So if Harford felt that he would do that position justice, then yeah. you've got to start him. But I agree with you guys. Why buy someone new if not and playing. not give him never give him a chance to start? It's ridiculous. However that might change at the weekend mightn't it
1: might do I think it's got to change at the weekend no, I've, it, something has to change because Doncaster Doncaster at home Collins is on international duty so yes. something so will definitely, there, yeah. definitely change and I'm hoping it could potentially be yeah, yeah. Hilton and Lualo up front or maybe or even Cornic. Cummins can come back or Cornick or something but I feel like if we go into this weekend and he's not playing Thorn at CDM if McCormack's missing out which apparently he's out for three to four weeks okay um I don't know. I just, I just feel like you can't
2: sign Thorne and not play him because I just don't see Roderick in that in the defensive role. He's he's a much better player. Getting up and down. I, I do prefer him in the more forward role.
0: Okay, but
2: he distributes well there
0: from that position, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. But sometimes he's a bit lackluster, and that's the frustration with peli Yeah. Um, I think Thorn should be given a chance. Yeah. You don't. You don't. Like you say, you don't bring a player in of that, that calibre and not start him. It seems a bit, yeah. But what, he has been injured, hasn't he?
2: He w-
1: did he not come he injured? That's the only thing I can think of. But maybe he didn't start because he was injured. And if if that's the case, then Pelly in that role, okay, I can see that.
2: Yeah, that bit, could be the only yeah. explanation.
1: So he was a bit injury prone at Derby, so maybe, maybe so. Yeah. Would you start Elliot Lee at the weekend?
0: Ooh. Silence there, boys. I really do one. like anything,
1: right? And I kind of feel sorry for him because he considers himself a striker and he, he still does. And I think he does well in this number 10 role. He does. I didn't think he was really in the game last Tuesday against Bradford or much at the weekend. He, he was on the ball a bit. But at the moment, I'm thinking, could we be better off with having someone like Moncur in that role? Someone who's more like a natural attacking midfielder because Lee's at the end of the day a striker attacking midfield right now
2: yeah Lee went missing a bit in the Bradford game uh, I'll be honest yeah be...
0: but with Collins out on the weekend there's an ideal opportunity to start the, the formation slightly differently isn't there yeah
1: want well, to put Lee further forward put him further forward and then play Moncur in behind yeah where is his best position would you say striker for Lee I'd, I'd say behind the strikers behind them. I'd say behind the strikers why what has he done to impress you to play behind the strikers because he. He runs at the defence, he gets,
2: he does, and his uh, passing isn't that bad, is it? He puts effort in, he gets around the pitch, and I, I think he's more suited for a
1: 10-roll. There's a couple of things I can think of to back your claim up. Um, the Plymouth home game, he put in a grey ball for Collins to make it 5-1, or 5-0. Uh, it was like a great cross, which was from quite deep. But then I think of Cambridge at home, in the 7-0 last year I can't remember he okay. so yeah. many goals And um, he was playing striker that game And there was a ball chipped over the top And he left foot volleyed it oh, yeah, yeah. And it was such a quality goal And I think that's the kind of thing you're missing with Lee Is that clinicalness of him as a striker There's, you know, his first goal for Luton I think was in a, away at Wimbledon When we lost 3-2 And he, it was his debut for us And he scored like two and 1-1s that day this was going back years, by the way. Oh, OK, yeah. But I feel like he's clinical. He is. He is clinical. And I feel clinical. like as a, as a player for him, he should be playing striker and not in that number 10 role. It's kind of like, are we playing him at number 10 just to fit him in the team? He's got the vision, though. He can play in that role. I, I don't think he's out of place
2: at number 10. I
0: sort of agree with you. I think maybe we are trying to fit him in. I think, again, because of the management change as well, Harford didn't want to change the way the team were playing and I think you're right, he's a name that he wanted to keep in the team, maybe. And we're just fitting him in because of him. He's we had some great games, he's had some great games, he's some yes, great games yes. and he's had some poor games. But you could say that about most
2: players. Yeah, he's yeah. maybe he's just going through one of these spells. like <laughs> Pelly's had it,
1: um, yeah. Hill's had, had it. Collins had it at the start of the he's season, had it, yeah. Because so, at the,
0: end, yeah, the start of the season, Collins would have been lambasted by some of the fans. Yeah. You know, what, Why is he not scoring? He doesn't run. Uh, but Collins runs all over the pitch, all of the time. Yeah. He works really hard and now he's started scoring. It's you know, fantastic. Of, oh,
1: yeah. Going back to Elliot Lee, we asked on Twitter for some opinions on him. Uh, Paul Vincent says he thinks he's massively underrated. He's one of the best players of the club uh, when used as a centre forward. Number 10 doesn't get the best out of him, which I'd agree with. Like, I think that's I've pretty much covered that, and I feel like he would be better as a striker. Uh, Steve says, amazing player. Yeah, not you. Yeah, amazing I mean, player. Just needs to find his stride in the team. Unfortunately, his form since coming back means, back from injury days, means we should be looking at other options until he's back to 100% look at Hilton he needed a bit of time but look at him now he should play up front with someone and is a must in the championship exactly. if we get there wow. um, when
0: we get there not if <laughs> when if no when
1: I don't know I think a lot of Lou fans will say if
0: uh, I think you should keep the faith I've been supporting this team long enough to know that you have to keep <laughs> positive
1: uh, Bertie Barrett says that's a fake name Sean <laughs> voice. plays so much better when he was um, when he has a quick striker Above him, for example, Cornick. Uh, defenses tend to stand off a bit more, giving him the time he needs to take that extra touch to shoot or play a killer pass. Personally, think Monker warrants a starting place above him. Lee drifts out too much. He does go missing in games, doesn't he? That's a fair point. Yeah, I'd agree, I'd think. I just want to... I, I, I hate bashing players. though. I'm not like bashing Lee here. Oh, I don't he think anyone's bashing is. Lee. I just feel like, at the moment, it's... If he's dropped, you won't be surprised,
2: I think. If he starts, fair enough. But if he gets dropped, would you be too surprised? I don't know. I, 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 I genuinely
0: don't know. Because sometimes I, I look at the game and I think he's, he's, he's on it. And other games, he's a bit drifting away. I would say the same about Luke Berry at the moment. Is Berry good enough to start? So... Um, I wouldn't yeah I, I agree with you Steve I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't start uh, Saturday but then I wouldn't be surprised if he did exactly it's either yeah. way it's sometimes yeah, I want early. I want the team to change a bit earlier when I'm yeah, watching yeah, right. you know you I, this I want last, just, did you I
1: think we, we did, did speak about last uh, week about over, could yeah. Harford make more subs there was um, Potts came on first at the weekend again I don't mind this substitution. He did it against Plymouth and, and Justin Bradford. into midfield. Yeah, puts Justin into midfield and puts Potts at left-back. Um, the one that confused well, you me you don't bit... change
0: Justin and you put a different player in midfield.
1: Exactly. What... Yeah, I can see that as well. But then maybe he wants to get Potts back into the team. You don't know. Um, the one that confused me was Cornick coming on for Hilton in like the 92nd minute. minute. Mm-hmm. 90th minute. It was like four minutes added time on it. And... Uh, well, maybe just to give Cornick more of a run. Do you think... He should have made them sub He should have brought on Luar, Luar and Cornick when we were 2-1 up.
0: Because as Gillingham
1: yeah. were pushing for the equalizer...
0: You could exploit the, dig, the gaps yeah, and in the back. Yeah, and
1: them two are the quickest players we have to do that. Maybe, maybe so. When you put it like
2: that, yeah. I think that's a good point, yeah.
0: Maybe when Luar comes on, everyone gets a bit excited, doesn't he? Because he is quick. Every time he gets the ball. Yeah, he is quick. He does make those opportunities appear. Um, but sometimes... You know, again, sometimes I think he, he doesn't contribute enough for me.
1: Okay. Just Why? sometimes.
0: Why? Because I, I want him to be that, that spark all of the time.
1: you got a thing, though, and I think I mentioned this last week. If he was that spark all the time, then he wouldn't be in League One. That's hey. the thing as well. Yeah, You've got to remember that, that, isn't it? He, he's because he's got right the there. pace and the skill to be a you'd probably so, say a Premier League player are you saying just,
0: then he's not good enough to have that pace for 90 minutes
1: I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying he, he's not going to be the perfect winger is he Like he's, he's going to pull out magic every now and again but if he did that consistently and scored consistently uh, assisted consistently then surely he'd be a high league player I think he's championship quality Lua Lua.
0: I love it when he's on the pitch to be honest it just
2: gets the game exciting like you say always on the edge of your seat and he can make things happen quite easily
1: very easily and he can take anyone on takes it past anyone it's it's great to watch so overall doing him at home two all disappointed or are we just going you know what it's done move on and just I think like Dave said it's a missed opportunity
2: and I think that's the most frustrating thing about it for
0: me personally when I was leaving the stadium I was really gutted that we didn't take advantage of Barnsley not winning and 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 put that gap a little bit bigger but on reflection like I said earlier you know we are top of the table we didn't dream of being in this position at this time of the season with eight games to go I would have beaten your hand off for this
1: yeah I think a lot of fans I think you wouldn't even be a proper fan if you didn't come away disappointed we didn't win but I feel like there's two types of looking fans those who can look at the bigger picture and those who sit there and go that's just unacceptable
0: Anybody who said that's unacceptable, um, you say proper Luton fans say that's unacceptable. For me, that's unacceptable. On account of when you watch your team, you want them to win. They don't win all the time. We've had an exceptional season. 25 games unbeaten. 25. Not five or six. 25 games. And if you're still moaning that we've not beaten the team that we should have beaten, then don't come. That's how I feel about it.
1: With Danny Hilton um, scoring that goal the other day, I saw a couple of people say just because he scored two goals doesn't mean he deserves to start and doesn't mean that can crack over a bad performance. Would you take Danny Hilton playing badly but scoring goals than him playing good and not scoring goals?
0: It's all about scoring goals. You have to score goals to win games. If you you don't score goals, you don't win games. So anybody who thinks that Hilton... Uh, shouldn't be
1: playing they're wrong uh, we were talking about something the other day when we were watching Sheffield United playing the television I can't remember who said it one of my friends said Billy Sharp doesn't do anything except score goals what's that you Steve? I
2: think it just doesn't add much to it yeah he scores goals and that is the main point of a striker yeah. he, that if 100% yeah, I mean, that's 100% what a striker should but, do but it doesn't it just doesn't add much to the team. he scores goals. He wins. I don't actually. I don't feel no. like that about him. I feel like he's, he's a very different sort of player to um, Steve. To be up. fair, mate,
0: that makes no sense at all. If you're a striker, your primary job is to put the ball in the goal. Yeah,
2: but that's but it.
0: So what enough. else can you give if you if you're scoring three or four, five, six or seven? How many other goals you score in a season? Yeah. What else can you give to the team? What else you want the striker to do? It's bringing
2: other players into it. It's assisting other people. It's helping the team out. It's but, scoring goals. I get that.
0: No, yeah, but it's scoring goals. If his job is scoring goals yeah. and he scores enough goals and we win enough games, yeah. what else do you want that striker to do?
2: Now, Billy Sharp, I get that. He's, he's different well, to Billy Sharp than or anyone <laughs> else. Is. I'm not saying that about him at all. Just a
1: couple of stats, though, um, from home games over a year now since we last lost a home in the league I uh, can't believe that stat 10th of March against Accrington which literally cost us the title oh it's too Um, and also if only Luton's home games were counted this year 46 points that was before the weekend that would see them sit 12th in league 1 just from home games which isn't bad really when you think of it like that is it that's impressive yeah and looking ahead to the weekend Doncaster home, this is oh, this is a massive game. It really is a massive game, isn't it's it? It's not straightforward either, is it? So, is this a must win? win?
0: No. no. No? No, we've got eight games to
1: go. We've got to win five of them. Would you take a draw at home to Doncaster? We'd take like, not so losing. Do you think fans on Twitter would take a draw at home to Doncaster? Uh, well, they'd be stupid I think if they they're don't. going to meltdown again. Um Twitter's great
0: for just venting your anger. It is. Okay, so you're either a villain or you're an absolute hero on Twitter. There's no in-between. So if someone is not happy about a performance, they get nasty on Twitter.
1: Their away form isn't great at the moment. Five games, no wins. Three draws, two losses. It's one of them ones that if we can start quick and get that early goal and build on that momentum, I, I think we could do it. And I've, it's it's going to be a test because we haven't got Collins either. It's going to be a tough game. Do you know though,
0: there's been a couple of teams we played this season away that have nicked the points off us um, when I don't think they thoroughly deserve the points. Uh, Portsmouth has won yeah. and Doncaster was another. We We played really well up there and so maybe it's our turn to beat them at home what was the score 2-1 2-1
1: away yeah we should have yeah, won up there it was there. poor defending I think back then for that first goal we let this guy run from the half oh, Early. yeah it was crazy goal, so
0: was you serious. know you don't know what's going to happen Saturday we're good enough to take the points but not lose is essential
1: is. That's followed by Bristol Rovers away which you guys are planning on going to before it's sold out like yeah instantly. it was, it was pretty yeah. still going though Steve
2: we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens home end <laughs> have you got tickets already we'll see what happens we'll, Charlton we'll see away see as, as well I
1: wanted to mention that because these next games we've sold out for them all haven't we at the moment um, Doncaster home sold out <laughs> Bristol Rovers away sold out Blackpool home sold out Charlton away sold out just over 3,000 going to Charlton They're we're s- asking for more aren't we well their stadium holds 27,000 and they average 11 at home yeah but so, there's
0: the, the, the stand is the one they put you in isn't it so. oh, I 3, swear down well, with
1: Portsmouth one year they put Portsmouth some fans down the side of that stadium Oh, did they? Right. There's no reason P- <clears throat> Charlton could not just give us some more, some more tickets. Are you going, Steve? Not to Charlton, I'm not. No, mm. it's, that's sold out too quick. So, Doncaster home. It's going to be a tough game. Bristol-Roe is the way I'd expect to, to win. Uh, yeah, should be winning that, I think. Just win yeah. them all and I'll be happy. <laughs> Have you Makes seen the video? Easier. It's completely irrelevant. Of um, the Sheffield United fan in the club the other day. No, it was the Leeds fan in the club the Try other day. Was he was it. sitting on the floor and the guy goes and goes, what do you want? And he's just sitting there crying. his so I out. Going, like, I just want to get promoted. <laughs> Literally us right now. yes. Um,
0: we always hope that we're going to win those games. You know, be careful when you say we should win at Bristol Rovers. Bristol Rovers will still be fighting for their points, won't they? Yeah, yeah um, they will. You know, their form is not as good as ours, but the back of my mind says we've been going 25 games without losing. It's going to come at some point, it's surely. Going to
1: come to an end. Yeah, I hope I not. I can't wait to see Twitter after we lose the game. It's it's gonna that be gonna Who's that going to be against? Who's that going to be against? Who's it going to be? Cholton away? No, okay. it won't. We'll beat them. Weekend then, Doncaster. I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Oh, um, don't, don't be so negative, Luke. Nah, nah, positive. Positive vibes only in the Owen Town Podcast. Um, that's all we got time for today. Thanks so much for listening. If you got this far. Rate us five stars on iTunes, the podcast app, and subscribe. Get us on Twitter at OwenTheTown. Where else are we going to go? Where else are we? Instagram, OwenTheTown, Facebook, OwenTheTown Podcast. Just get us everywhere, and we'll catch you next week. Oh, thank you. Thank you.